They think I'm the nigga on Reddit and, and doing all that me. shit. It's, it's actually me. this nigga. Why all these niggas sound like Batman? I'm coming to give me the hit. <laughs> I ain't never seen Shaq do a dribble move. <laughs> don't even do that. Why Shaq crossing a nigga over? I think I need to start doing comedy now. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga is about to take my job. It's the Danny Brown show. Sit back, relax your eye ready now. While your mates do the yows. It's the Danny Brown show. We about to get live. Let's go. It's the Danny Brown show. Sit back, relax your eye ready now. While your mates do the yows. It's the Danny Brown Show, we about to get live, let's go! Let's go. Yo, yo, what the fucks? Oh, God damn it. They just told us, man, you can't cuss in the first couple minutes of YouTube. <laughs> And my dumb ass, I mean, I just, I mean, why Maze has to be demonetized, though, man? <laughs> why Maze been demonetized since this shit started, man? As soon as they put butt plug cuz on, shit been downhill ever since, man, with, with monetization with YouTube, man. But shots all time and Christina, man. They don't give a fuck about the system. But hey, man, YouTube, man, they um, going through some things, man. But no, I ain't going to lie. I, um... The other day, you know me, I love my live stream shit. I actually watched a nigga fuck a bitch on YouTube. And the video was up. I swear to God, the video was up for like a, a few days. I'm like, you know, how you gonna... All right, whatever. All right, man, you motherfuckers, y'all been, been asking for it. We finally got it, man. I got my brother up in this motherfucker. Shouts out motherfucking JPEG Mafia, my what's brother up, Peggy, man. Thank you for coming through, man. What's up, what's up, what's up? I love this nigga, man. Y'all don't know, man. Did I ever tell you the first time I ever heard your music? No, I don't think so. Dog. I, mean, I don't time, so. Baby, I'm bleeding. When that like when that first started circulating and shit. Yeah. And then that shit. I remember I was just sitting there. I was sitting there with um, girls with at the time, and I just started watching the video because niggas was talking about it. Like, man, I don't know why niggas was sending it to me or just saying, I don't know. You know how it is. Yeah. We're black niggas. They be yeah. like, oh, it's another we're a black nigga on the scene. Yeah. yeah. Danny, you should be listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> and they sent me the motherfucking video, whatever the fuck. So I watched the shit. I mean, I watched it first. I watched it on my own terms, like it, chilling on like some computer speakers. I was like, whatever. I wasn't tripping. But then I watched it like chilling with my girl at the time. And then we watching the video. And I could see her reaction to it. Like, I'm looking at it too. I'm like, like, I might need to get another job. I think I need to start doing comedy now. <laughs> this nigga is about to take my job. <laughs> Funny as shit. And then end up like maybe like a few months later after that. Uh, shouts out to Dana, man. Dana had hit me up and was like, man, you know, she's fucking with you at the time and whatever. She's like, man, Peggy, you're home. I'm like, man, bro, you don't understand. This, I thought my life was over with. Like, it, like if you was like, nigga, I don't fuck with that Danny Brown, nigga. Oh, I would have no. had trouble. Never, man. I would have had to figure it out. No, never. You're definitely like. Uh... My biggest influences. No, that's what that's Look. why it fucked me up so much. But you know what happened? I end up one day, um, somebody had sent me a video. You were somewhere and you were singing "I Will." I would probably because I, no, I just I just like that song. I just you know you was drunk somewhere. You was like hanging out at somebody's crib and they was like playing "I Will" and you were singing everywhere. And I was like, oh, this nigga fuck with me. Oh yeah, shit, that makes, bro. this nigga my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit, this nigga's my friend. Bro, I used to listen to the hybrid. I remember I was in the desert. I was literally in the fucking desert and we had barely any Wi-Fi. I used to be have to download albums. It took me a week to download an album. Mm -hmm. I remember I downloaded Rick Ross, Deeper Than Rap, some Arcade Fire album and um, the hybrid. Suburbs, probably. Probably the suburbs. It was, no. it was around that time. No. It, it was a suburb. It was, it was like a, it was just a car on the front and like oh. some green shit. I think it was the suburbs. Because um, cause I remember I, I downloaded that. It took a week, and I was like, all right, I'm going to start this bitch on Monday. And I had to leave my fucking computer on That's all goddamn hard. week. And then Saturday, when I only had one day off. We had 16-hour days, one day off. So on Saturday, I would just bump that shit. I would walk around base and just bump the hybrid over and over and over. So again. you never went through that Napster, Kazai? What you mean? See, you don't like niggas, the, the beginning of fucking stealing music. Oh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. it was. Yeah, nigga, yeah. I remember, bro. Yeah, the hybrid was free, though. 
Yeah, but I'm uh, talking but, about. But, no, I, I definitely remember LimeWire. No, and, no, and no, I'm saying it, it was just because of your circumstances why you had to fucking do- yeah. this downloads was taking so long. But I'm saying back in the day, like I'm talking about using fucking dial up. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. LimeWire, BearShare. That's that's how I downloaded my first albums and shit. My the, first like the song. first shit was Napster. I'm saying first shit was Napster and oh. it was Kazaa. But um, I remember, bro, Cameron, bro, shots out to Killer Camp, man. Mm-hmm. I was broke. I remember it took me three days to download. That's me. Uh, that's me. Hey, yo, what, yeah. these niggas think it's all click hacker. That's me. That's one getting at the hit thing. factory, bro. But I kept the thing was because sometimes when the download would take too long, you can preview it. Mm-hmm. But the preview, you'll be like, whatever. This shit ain't worth it. You'll cancel it or whatever. But for like some reason, this download was, took me three days. But every time I preview, I'm like, this shit is. Fire! <laughs> like I couldn't wait to the download till the end, of this bro. Shit. And I just kept previewing, like, bro, y'all niggas can't I used to, live my life. I used to um, download songs off of Kazan Bearshare, and I used to. What I used to do is I used to listen to them. How I even ended up making beats is I used to listen to these songs. And I used to wait till the end. If I didn't really like what the rapping on it, I would wait till the end to let the beat play out a little bit, and I would play that shit over and over and over and over and like try to figure out how they did that. Oh, shit. that's how you got good at production. Then I just I used to do that shit like all the time. I remember um, I used to do that to all Dipset beats because all Dipset beats heat was makers. Like, yeah, heat bro. I love one of my favorite producers ever. Heat makers. Man. Them niggas manipulated the MPC for sure. They freaked it. They tweaked it. Because they, they, they was making all that shit, yeah, not on Pro Tools or nothing, but yeah. like on the NPC, like hammer. That's, I mean, that's why um, that's why a lot of these, I be hating to sound like an old ass man, but a lot of these kids, they be like, man, they be, don't realize why um, the OGs and shit be hating. And the only reason why niggas be hating because the shit that them niggas used to have to do to make the to type make of music it, yeah. they was type they was making, yeah. it was bro, it was a tedious, yeah, bro, it was patience. It, it took so much to fucking do, mm-hmm. and they did way more than what motherfuckers is doing right now to make music. And that's yeah. why they so I can I can I can see they gripe. I can see they pain. I I thought about it like a, for a while, and I, I realized that RZA. DJ Premier, Prince Paul, all these guys that made these crazy ass beats, Dilla, they did that shit with no computer. Mm-hmm. Did that shit yeah. with no Pro Tools. Yeah. They just had hardware just like stitching that was the them thing, shits I together. Ain't bomb Squad. Oh yeah, Bomb Squad is like, the most what, retarded shit. Like, like what even. the fuck was Bomb, you know what I'm saying? Like, bomb bro, Squad is like... How is that even possible? Mashup even, music. Bro, we can't even think about... We can't do that. Mm-hmm. We couldn't even do it now if we tried. Yeah, it would be, it would be difficult. Bro! I'm not even mother, but I'm, I'm no bullshit, man. God damn it. I lost my train of thought. That's what I always do, man. But God damn it. Talking right. about Bomb Squad. Yeah, but it was before that. It was, um, no, RZA. Yeah. I just wanted to say, like, um, RZA's, my, I think, my favorite producer to ever fucking exist in, yeah. in the world. I like, um, greatest sample flipper. Even everything, like, just with Wu Tang in general. Like, um, have you watched the Wu Tang TV show? Um, the only thing I heard from the Wu Tang uh, TV show is, I haven't watched it. But, it's but, really good, man. But I remember Earl said that he he didn't like. He but said he Mesa he Man didn't, wasn't the real. He wasn't living during that time. I, I guess. Earl you get what said I'm saying? He didn't like Method Man. I hate. Like I ain't gonna lie. I hate. I even seen bro. Shouts out to the homie Denzel Curry. But I seen this nigga. It's this TikTok that always pop up on my timeline. He be like, man, niggas, the old niggas always hate no mumble rap. But back in the day. Niggas used to rap like hip hop. The hip to the hop. Like, how you gonna hit on shit? But this nigga is literally talking about when it started. Like, though, yeah, my that, nigga, like, yeah. that don't count, my nigga. Like, bro, we talking about, like, bro, if you go to the 90s, like, my nigga, 90, like, 96. Like, like 96 niggas wouldn't be able to survive. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to survive like probably when, in 96. Like in 90s when Biggie was like bro, Biggie was doing in like internal rhyme schemes and in all that 96, crazy shit. Bro, I would be and... so low tier and I <laughs> and I look at myself like, bro, I would definitely be C grade. I would be bro. I always I always compare myself to these guys. And that's why I always thought of myself as just like I I want to make the overall art. I'm not really coming in it to like I'll never sit down and write a bar to be like, I hope niggas hear this. I just literally try to get my fucking point across. Mm-hmm. And like, you know what I'm saying? And make the whole thing as a whole. Because like when I hear niggas like Biggie and shit like that, it's like the rap, the level of rapping and what niggas do is different. It's completely different. And see, the thing it's, is, it's not, it's not the same. And with me, it's like the total opposite. Because I feel like... You're the same type of nigga. You no, no, but I'm going to tell you, but it didn't happen to me till I got in my 30s and that's when shit started working. Oh. But before that, because I was a kid, I didn't have no experiences. I've been rapping since I was in fucking kindergarten. 
So we gotta mention you gotta imagine me. I was definitely trying to be a rapper in high school, all of my twenties and shit like that. But the raps that I was writing and the shit that I was saying, it it was just me trying to sound good at rapping mm. and me being cool at rapping. And mm. that's what I'm saying about the the younger generation. Like, these niggas ain't lived enough life to man, I don't wanna sound like that. But that's what it is too. So that's why you got so much of everybody sounding the same and what works, copy and paste. Yeah, yeah. This and that. Because niggas ain't live life experiences. So whatever they like, it's gonna be if you were to listen to my music when I was sixteen to damn near fucking 26 probably. I was just trying to be what my influences was at that time. Yeah, yeah, I didn't no. find myself. That's why we're so fucking, um, that's why everybody's so fucking surprised and intrigued by this little Yachty album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's literally, we just watched him grow in real time. Yeah. We never supposed to heard none of that music before this. That's true. That's this literally how I feel. This really his first like, album. Like this is supposed to be his first album. It's literally, and, this, and this was, and this. And he's this, 25. And if this was his first album, guess what? The career, the whole way everybody look at him is total different. The story, the narrative changes. People are looking at this album like it is, though, because of who he is, though. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like because of who looks. No, it's because he dropped it's, such it's, different it's, music before. It's, it's such a surprise. It's yeah. such a surprise. That's people, so are, people are shocked, you know what I'm saying? But what what it, it's really interesting to me because like the fan base that claims to be so like hardcore and like gatekeeping music, they're so easily just let anybody in. Now they love Lil Yachty. No, because if you got enough TikTok they don't views. You get enough TikTok views, man. It's good. <laughs> they'll just jump on anyway. It's they're not about they're me. as big as dick riders as the people that they claim to not be like. It's just very interesting. It's just what I I, I just happen to notice. But I've that's just in general. People are hypocrites. But like just watching it in real time, watching people who literally would never like Lil Yachty be like, wow, this is the greatest thing ever, and blah blah blah, and all this shit. It's just it's just very interesting. It's just very fascinating to watch. It's amazing though. I ain't gonna lie. Shouts out to Lil Yachty, man. The album is is amazing. It's fantastic. Execution, no, it's perfect execution. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, man. So um, yeah, we got this album coming though. I want to say, yeah. man. Uh, I'll give you a public apology. Was it just for working with me in general, man? I knew it was probably hard <laughs> sometimes. Not really. Cause I'm a fucking alcoholic, man. I just think you got the fucking uh. <laughs> Cause there was times no. where we we was working and we probably worked for a weekend and made one song. <laughs> yeah, man. and it wasn't necessarily because it was working; it's because I was fucking doing bumps, drinking, <laughs> wilding out. <laughs> then here come to Austin. <coughs> then I'll be I'll be we'll be working and I might get into a beef with my girl or some shit. Then now I'm just sitting around just sad all day, just talking about my girl with him. And and the thing is about Peggy is that. That's what a lot of producers need to have with certain artists. He had patience with me, man. He just let me rock. Because yeah. it got to the point where he was like, you know, when we got deep into it and we started working on the project, and it was like, um, and I was like, man, I can't drink no more, man. I ain't drinking. And then we remember when we came, and then I did like, I think like maybe like six or seven verses one yeah, day. You knocked out like seven songs in a day. Sober. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because it was like, it was building up to that. Though it's funny because those are the songs that you did, those are all the ones that are like, the ones I'm picking as the singles and like, like <laughs> that don't make me feel proud about myself. <laughs> no, I, no it's just, I'm just saying it's interesting. It's just a the one sober day I work. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, those are the good songs. No, no, all, no, all of them are good. But I'm just saying those the, those ones had a different kind of feel. They kind, they have like a we in front feel. You know what I'm saying? So you want to tell these niggas the title of the album? Yeah, sure. It's called um, the title of the album is JPEG Mafia, Danny Brown, uh, Scaring the Hoes, Volume One. Exactly. Scaring the Hoes, Volume One. We are taking control. Yeah, and you know where that um, literally it came from um, with me because um, I'm just the internet nigga. Like we always talk about that shit to each other. Cause it's so funny. Yeah, I know. we please, always talk about this shit to please, each other. Please put this somewhere so people can see this. Yeah, shit. we're telling. <laughs> I'm telling them now. <laughs> where all y'all look at JPEG Mafia as like the. Um, Right. The super Reddit 4chan. You think I'm the? They think I'm the nigga on Reddit and, and doing it's all been that me. shit. It's, it's actually me. this nigga. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't be on that shit at all. I come in and this nigga starts showing me shit. I'm like, what the fuck, me, my bro? I be watching Breakfast Club every morning. I am a regular so black man. I am a regular black man. <laughs> that is some normie ass shit to me, man. I don't watch no fucking no, that, Breakfast Club. That, that, it's the funniest thing, like, when the shit you show me, it takes me so out of my, like, space. I'm like, oh, shit. The only thing for me <laughs> is just with music, I have such an unbiased air. I just be in weird corners. So, like, I be in weird places like that, but just, like, I like some weird shit, but, like, people think the way that people think I'm weird is the actual way that you be actually doing shit. I know. Just like yesterday, we was, I'm so in tune to the internet. 
that this we dude, was fucking, we was rooting for the 49ers mm. because we just didn't want ED, EDP to be happy. That's some weird shit from the web. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the Eagles win, this nigga EDP about to be lit. Fuck that nigga, man. Like, it's for amazing. real. It, it, it is amazing. It's 2023 and we could all collectively just kind of like. Yeah, and then it made me mad. Celebrate a grown man's kidney failure. Like, he, I think and, he and, trolling. And not feel bad about it. I think he trolling. I don't think that nigga. Um, Maybe so. I mean, he looked like his kidney failed, man. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, if I look like that too, I'd be pulling cars like that too on some shit. Like, man, don't feel, you know what I'm saying? I was doing some shit, but I'm about to die now, so. Hold me down. That's why it nigga, might be some sympathy shit. You're right. It makes bro, sense. Bro, we watched, we went on it TikTok yesterday. He had like 4,000 viewers. Who's watching this nigga? Million. He has a million followers. I was looking at it today. Who's letting it slide? Kids. Kids, man. The motherfuckers he trying to fuck? Yeah, literally the, the motherfuckers he is trying to fuck are letting it slide. This sounds terrible, but yeah. Why y'all think, man, all right, I don't want to keep bringing up Cyrex, but that's why we, that's the only reason why I'm getting hot. That's the only reason why we fucking... Fuck with Cyrex. If Cyrex never did that creepy shit, niggas wouldn't. But I ain't gonna lie though, because um, I am going through withdrawals. Because Cyrex hasn't streamed in like three days. And it's just like, man, I ain't had my entertainment. It's like, I'm like, damn, man, where you been at, man? We miss you, brother. His Xbox broke yesterday. And that was cool, because now he can't play his little racing games and shit no more. You know what I'm saying? But I want to, all right, I'm going to go ahead and give uh, my public statement to Cyrex, man. I'm going to end it here, though. You know, because this is all about Sally. We love we love Sally, man. And um, But yeah, man, you um, you did a defamation of character on me, my brother. And you know I got my money, right? I hollered at my lawyers. We about to go ahead. We about to get you up out of the house. I talked to my lawyers, and I'm about to go ahead and send you a motherfucking, uh, I'm about to sue you, Cyrax, and we about to take the house, and when I take the house, I'm about to buy Sally a new house, and you got to figure out what you're going to do with your life, so just get ready for the papers to get served, Cyrax, because my lawyers is on the job. You went, on, you went online trying to project on me, talking, oh, you seen it? I showed my boy. Mm-hmm. Peggy seen it? I sent that shit to my lawyer. See, you fucked with the wrong one. So, yeah. Get ready for the lawsuit, and you about to lose the house. Sally and Ed is about to be homeless because you defamated my character online. We been told you get off YouTube, but I want you to come back because I've been missing out on your rages. But, yeah, man, you about to lose the house, man, so you got to figure out where you about to live at in a minute. All right. This guy. <laughs> yeah, I've been talking to him. I, um, I'm about to holler at Music Biz Marty, um, William Glory Hole, Burger Boy, MF Goon, Mass Hole Reports. They all going to be um, witnesses on the case. And then, you know, your shit going to come up. Mm. All that shit's going to come up. They about to get you out. You going to be homeless. Mm. You done fucked with the wrong one. All right. We're going to get into some Axe Dannys. Axe Danny! <laughs> you know at the Danny Brown Show, if you got any questions, I got answers. You can send them to motherfucking Danny at the DannyBrownShow.com. That's Danny at the DannyBrownShow.com. Also, you can send me voicemails at 512-522-9256. That's 512-522-9256. And we'll get into it. First up, we got Mom, Wife, or Pick. That's a little... I don't really know what that means. Hi, Danny and team. I guess they mean the Booth Boys. My question for Danny is this. I've been married for almost three years now and in a relationship with my wife for six years. I love drugs, partying, loud rap music, and saying stupid ass shit. You're preaching to the choir. (laughs) She loved doing jigsaw puzzles, threading designs, and cooking. But that's that's how it should be. Because if you got another bitch that want to do shit like that, man, then that's when life goes downhill. You need balance in your life. If you want to be a wild, drug-doing-ass nigga, you need to find you a square-ass bitch that's going to hold you down. Like, oh, this nigga hungover. Make him some soup. <laughs> All right. My dream is always to have my ultimate partner in crime. See, that's the, not a, necessarily a side bitch, but it's just random bitches around the world that can provide this type of content for you. <laughs> where you don't need to wife it and have it in your life all the time. 
But instead, I got my mom. Mom! <laughs> when I was quite high the other night, I kind of realized that having a mom partner is a good thing. As in, if there's an emergency when I'm really high, she could save us from being able to drive. That's it. I always wonder what it'd be like to marry my partner in crime. Once we hit five years of marriage, I believe that'll impact in a big way financially. And our relationship doesn't improve before the end. I'm considering divorce. What do you think? Is it good to be married to someone who will mother you or someone who... Uh, oh, I get what he's saying. Oh, that's all I do. That's all I do. What, what, is, what is he asking? No, he, he wants to marry his mom? That's, that's, see, that's when a nigga got mommy issues. This is what we're talking he about. He wants to marry someone who has... No, you need a bitch that's going to be able to take over the role of your mom. To do uh, mom type shit. He wants someone to take care of him at when he's doing this. That's shit. the only type of bitch I can be with. It's funny because it's it's just interesting to seek that out because no, I feel like usually no, it's, it's just kind of naturally. That's just that's the that's the traits in a woman that a nigga won't. Like, is this bitch about to take care of me when I'm sick? Is she about to like? I'm talking about when you like true, true. just be extra about it. Like you just laying on the couch one day. You and she like, and she just throw a blanket on you. Oh my god. <laughs> Bitch, I'm down on one knee now. <laughs> we getting that type of shit. Yeah. Do mom shit. Yeah, no, I give you. You giving us? You yeah. hungry, baby? Yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> what you mean? Because <laughs> I know what he's talking about. You can have that kind of girl that's waiting on you to be like, bitch, you hungry? You want me yeah. to order something? Yeah, like, yeah. No, no, I'm talking about the bitch. Look at you, like my yeah. man ain't ate all day. He wants somebody with motherly instincts. Yeah. Nigga, that's what it's all about. Mm. Unless you really, you know, I'm saying I think I think that only comes with niggas that got really mom issues and shit. You feel what I'm saying? Because niggas, you know, my whole shit is about. Um, you see, look, my girl gonna hear this too. She gonna know. But yeah, my whole shit is about washing clothes. <laughs> you need a bitch to wash your when clothes. When you do my laundry, you love me. And my girl, every time when I'm doing bad and shit, and I'm in the doghouse, <laughs> she don't do my laundry. Like she ain't did my laundry in months. <laughs> My shit piled up. My, my, my motherfucker um, hamper look like it's throwing up. I mean, I do my laundry how it is, but you know the thing is about me, man. I'm like a nigga, man. I be overpiling the motherfucking washing machine. The motherfucking dryer be busting open with bubble coats and shit. Yeah. Like, you can't put bubble coats with towels and blankets and, yeah. and it just be overstuffed and shit. And then I got to dry the shit like four times. <laughs> <laughs> Fall asleep, wake up in the morning, shit, mildew. You got to wash it again. <laughs> right. Shit is terrible, man. Yeah, man. And I was living my real rap life, man. I, used, I ain't even used to wash clothes, bro. I used to be fucking... I was a cleaner king. I mean, my cleaner bill used to be like $1,000 every trip. You used to do the cleaners? I'd never do it again. Shit, bro. I was just, you know... I, that was from my drug dealer phase. I'm out of that, man. That was shit I used to see big drug... That was, see... One thing about me, man, I think fucked me up. I ain't gonna say think fucked me up, because it probably made me a little more cool with myself. But everything I used to see drug dealers do... As a kid, once I really got money with rap music, I just start. I was living, I was living my rap like like I sold dope. I got you. That's stupid. That's not. That don't work out. That's not gonna work out. So all right, getting my beats heard. I'll get something you can really. But no, you got oh. What's getting, up? Um, weigh in on the mom issue. Me? Cause you ain't no nigga like that. You don't want no mom. Uh, I mean me. I. I ain't gonna lie, your, your girl got motherly instincts. My 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 girl has your she girl got she, it. she got motherly instincts. She got it. She takes care of me completely. She got it. I'm not a person who like is I can basically take care of myself. I I tweak out sometimes, but my thing, I need someone who need who can calm me down from like going off in the wrong time because there's some times where I feel disrespected no, yeah. or slighted. You in. definitely need that. I need somebody to come and be like, no, JPEG, that's not what's going on. You because, definitely like, need that. I am 100% a nigga who will think about some shit. So you know what no that reason. is? You need a woman that you really respect her opinion. Yes. I need somebody like that. I need somebody like, I actually respect. Like but I also need somebody who can like take care of me and do that kind of shit. But I, I, I can do it myself at the end of the day. But like, I, I'm not I'm not so like off the rails that I need someone to like corral me in like that. I respect your opinion, but that's the last on my list. <laughs> Wash them goddamn clothes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking shit. I love you, baby. Something like that. I love you, baby. All right. Uh, oh, oh, tight, man. We get to watch freestyles with your ass. This is going to be hilarious. All right. What to do in Detroit? Because last with comedians, man, I don't like watching freestyles with them niggas, man. Them niggas be like. <laughs> <laughs> they can't weigh in on that shit. <laughs> so I be skipping them. All right. What to do in Detroit? Hey, Danny, this is Jay Pun, a, dev a devout listener from Wyoming. Shouts out to Wyoming, King Cobra, 
the king of Casper, my 10-year-old daughter, has been battling leukemia for the past two years, man. Prayers up. She's very close to beating that bullshit. She's been granted her make-a-wish to meet her idol, Eminem. Tight. He has agreed to fulfill her wish next month and no other place, of course, in your hometown. We've been spending three days in Detroit. My question is, where or what would you recommend doing in a few days? We'll be there. Thanks, Danny. Keep doing your thing. Love to show you music. All right. Um, being the fact that you're with your daughter and then y'all going for such wholesome content, man, I wouldn't, um, you know, recommend too much crazy shit. But, um... For the most part, I guess, um, I would say get a corned beef sandwich. I know that doesn't sound too fun, <laughs> but I can send you a few recommendations. I'm pretty sure your daughter like that. Get her um, some corned beef sandwiches. But, I mean, it's cold right now. You didn't really tell me. But being from Wyoming, man, you probably used to that shit, too. That's where they shot Hey for Late at, ain't it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I would say uh, go to Coney Island. Get you some chili dogs. Detroit ain't really a kid-friendly place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what they gonna do? <laughs> I mean, you can't go to. I mean, I, the, the, it's like taking a vacation. To the Baltimore. Detroit Zoo is some cool shit to take kids. I ain't gonna lie. I remember when Pokemon Go first dropped. Oh boy, the Detroit Zoo was smacking because <laughs> that's where the Pikachu's was at. Like the word got out, the Pikachu's was at the Detroit Zoo. That's why I ain't gonna lie. Pokemon Go, whoever made that game, man, they they did bring a lot of um. You know, business to certain. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas wasn't of, going to the zoo. They lot of they brought a lot of business. They to the dropped streets them Pikachu's at niggas, the zoo. Niggas bro. was getting robbed every day off of Pokemon Go, and that shit was popular. For they real? brought a yeah. They brought a lot of business because people would just be walking around oh, yeah. in random areas, going like this and shit. So it's like they brought a lot of business to the streets for sure. <laughs> Shouts out to Pokemon Go. But um, was was you a Pokemon nigga? I used to like Pokemon back in the day, but I, you know, I'm old, so I, I used to play the cards. I'm older than you. Like, I, I definitely wasn't no Pokemon nigga. I was already I had, selling crack when I that had shit a came binder, up. I had a binder full of Pokemon cards. Niggas used to get beat up for that shit. That shit was like currency, kid currency. It was like money. Like, so I be telling motherfuckers, bro, I lost my virginity in like 94. Damn. <laughs> I was like three years old, literally. <laughs> Illmatic dropped that year. I was eating. I was. I was a beast. at eating pussy in like '99. <laughs> so that let you know. That's what I'm saying. I ain't shit now. Nah, I'm like a field. My neck, man. I ain't got that. <laughs> Nigga just can't be. I ain't gonna lie though, man. When you be in a sniper position, you be in a sniper, <laughs> sniper position. position. You eat it in a sniper position. When you be eating the monkey in a sniper position, I just be grinding that boner now. You don't do it ass in the air. I can, I can nut up that. Just grinding the boner on the bed now. I'm so old. My mother, that shit is sensitive. I be eating the monkey. I could just be like, damn, it's over? I'm not old enough to be talk, comfortable enough talking about this shit. <laughs> to be in a sniper position, rubbing the boner <laughs> on the bed. You just got to get some good sheets. Them Walmart sheets ain't going to bust no nut. You got to get them good little satins. If a bitch got them satins on there, that motherfucker feel like lube. You be like, damn, this motherfucker, the bed getting wet. What, how, the, how the bed get wet? All right. I'm going too far. I want to fuck other bitches. <laughs> Hello, Hitler. God damn. I hope your jeans are high and tight. What the hell kind of... Is that really? That's yeah. the headline? Yeah. Jesus Christ. My name is Jay. I've been with my bitch for 12 years now. We got married young, two years at the high school. We had our shares up and down. Now we got a couple of kids laying. I'm kind of bored, I guess. We did marry for love and other reasons. I do love and care about my wife. Also, our sex life is great. We fuck about two or three times a week. Damn, nigga. But I still want to fuck up the bitches. I don't want to get a divorce, but I do love my kids, and seeing them every other weekend would be really hard. Also, that child support shit ain't nothing to mess around with. Now that I've been bringing this up to her and seeing how she feels about it, should I just fuck a random bitch or get it out of my system? I would love to hear your thoughts. No, nigga, you got to let this bitch get some more dick. You want to fuck another bitch? You're going to have to let her fuck another nigga. And that's the only way that's going to go to make that um, train ride smooth. And um, I don't know if you niggas know. In my old creepy um, interviewing bitches face, all them bitches won't fuck two niggas at the same time. They all want to threesome with two niggas. So if you bring it up, I'm pretty sure she want that BBC. <laughs> you sound like a cuck. <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> 
What a what a question to ask and what an but answer everybody, to get. That's like, just what a part of fuck? life. <laughs> you think you want to fuck other bitches? If you want to fuck other bitches, your girl for sure want to fuck other niggas. So yeah, it is what it is. The only usually, way usually y'all are in synergy when it comes. Yeah. To so the only way you about to get over that is um, letting her fuck another nigga. So uh, yeah, ask your wife would she be down with a threesome with another dude and, and see her reaction. And then if you pull that off, then you can do whatever you want to do after the fact. But you might get addicted to that shit. And keep having to pull up on it. Anyway, man, did you um watch um Ernest Slam Dunk? <laughs> nah, nah. You Remember, showed me that shit last night. We was watching Ernest movie. We was just cause I really just fell down the um rabbit hole watching Ernest movies. Cause I'm like, what happened to Ernest? <laughs> but then we started to realize that Ernest might have been a little racist, man. That this might have <laughs> been uh this is like white people shit. Because he started out with Ernest, um Ernest goes to camp, right? Mm-hmm. The next thing you know, he just started doing nigga shit after the yeah, fact. Yeah, he started going to Africa. He started like race baiting. Ernest goes to Africa. Mm-hmm. Ernest slam dunk. Ernest in the hood. Ernest goes to jail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he wear all. He he's like everywhere black people. He are. just started doing nigga shit. <laughs> That's why I was like, where Ernest at? Nigga, NAACP canceled this nigga. They knew this shit was a detriment to the black community, man. And I love Ernest movies as a kid watching HBO. You know what I'm saying? This shit is White Lives Matter written all over it. But yeah, we was watching Ernest Slam Dunk yesterday. We didn't finish it, but uh, yeah. But yeah, man, I just wanted to. Uh, cause no, no, no movies feel like this anymore. These old '90s like campy ass like they don't make them anymore. Like no, it's just, it just I doesn't said that. like with sitcoms and shit. It ain't even really no. Yeah. Cool, like you know, like like what feels like family matters now. Like what the equivalent of that? Nothing. Blackish? No. Not <laughs> even that. That's too shiny. It's too shiny. You know what I mean? It's too woke for me. I never really, I never watched Blackish, but on Grownish they had one of my songs, and that's a shout out Grownish. Oh, shouts out to Grownish then. Yeah, All right, man, we gonna do some. Uh, my dog up in here, so let's spin that motherfucking wheel. What the hell kind of wheel is this? This is the wheel? Yeah. The shit on here is crazy. Sneakerheads. What about them? They don't exist no more because niggas is wearing reps now. And that's not the way we rock. You get what I'm saying? Shouts out to me. I got a 96 phone posit for you niggas right here. This ain't no rep. This is an original. From... This is uh, I can't even tell you. Oh, that's what this the is. um, the the Saquon. I forgot what, what it's called. Yeah, it's the Saquon. I can't think of. Shit's made out of tires and like industrial fabric and shit. Okay, so I feel I'm like I'm not a um, sneakerhead. I just I just like what I like. Because reps have became a thing, and niggas want to wear reps and shit, which I hate. Let me tell you like this, man. Niggas don't fuck with niggas wearing fake clothes, fake jewelry, fake anything, man. You deserve. Bro, because a nigga do everything for the bitches. <laughs> so if I'm spending all this money on my clothes for the bitches to be, you know what I'm saying, to show me something like, damn, this nigga, he putting effort into his shit. Nigga spending 1500 on his shoe, you know what I'm saying, this nigga, he doing his thing. And you running around here wearing reps. <laughs> I be saying on TikTok like it's cool now to wear reps. No, it's not, man. Dudes motherfuckers need to go to jail that's making them bitches, man. Raid all them shops. Do all that shit, man. But yeah, but far as sneakers head, I feel like where we at right now with the sneakerhead community and shit, it ain't all about one thing we do need to stop too is all these weak ass collabs. Everybody think just cause they can make a collab is a fire shoe. I don't give a fuck. Reebok did a Target collab and they got a bull. Uh, fuck that. I don't give a fuck if uh motherfucking um Chanel did a collab with motherfucking New Balance. Like, bro, is the shoe fire or not? Doc so Martin and Rick Owens. The collab shit, shit that's going too far. So to me, as me being a nigga who I feel like um, original OG sneakerhead who used to buy Kicks magazines, and the only way I was able to see shoes to come out was actually going to the mall and looking up on the board, and it'd be like, January 13th, a Jordan 8. Uh-uh. You don't even know what it looked like. It just said it. So you know I'm coming back to the mall. See, that's crazy shit. We had- to, did you used to have East Bay magazines? Yeah, East, East Bay all day. What are you talking about? You know, I, you know, it's crazy. I, people might think different, but I'm not really a fashion person at all. I know nothing of fashion. But like, you I'm got like, fashion sense, though, so it doesn't matter. I just, I like what I like. And I've really? always been like that. And that's all it is. You got personality for yourself. But in, so, yeah. In school, I won best dress, and I never wore brands or anything like that. I, I dropped out because I didn't win best dress. 
That's crazy. These niggas gave me. <laughs> you dropped me. out because of that? I mean, I've been dropped out, but I ain't come back. Oh, after I that. was like, shit. <laughs> I dropped out after 10th grade, but I still was going every day. Oh. oh. I just wasn't ever going oh, to classes okay, and okay. shit. But I was, you know, because I was going to win best dress. Two years strong. But I realized that I was over niggas' heads that they wasn't getting shit. You get what I'm saying? Like, my whole shit was about, I was wearing shit way before the shit was popular. The niggas would cop on it. I never wore the same shoe in a week ever since, like, ninth grade. Like, that was, like, blasphemous to me. You wore the same shoe twice? You tripping. If you didn't have a rotation at least, because all you had to do was like a nice rotation of eight to ten shoes. Yeah. And you could always flip every week and then be like, damn, I forgot he had them type shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Then you pulling shit into the rotation. So, yeah. And but yeah, Tough Tone won. Shouts out to Cheddar Boy Tough Tone. He won off of one year. And that's why I was like, man, that's what really taught me a lot about life. Cause it was like, man, people don't respect everything you did. They just only know recent shit. And he, yeah, he was wearing iceberg and shit for like a year straight, which was fire. Niggas couldn't afford no iceberg for a year straight. Nigga might be able to get a little iceberg jeans t-shirt here and there but niggas wasn't rocking history just like that but part two i think this nigga was sharing clothes so i think he should have been um um you know disqualified <laughs> <laughs> you can't be wearing your cousin clothes to school man this is some retroactive hating right here yeah i know right but shout out <laughs> tough tone though man but yeah he he, he won but the I, nigga was only fresh one year but in part two he ain't had his shoes to match this nigga wearing <laughs> team jordans with iceberg you can't be wearing Team Jordans with Iceberg. Bro, I was mad. So, yeah, once I seen the yearbooks drop, I'm like, fuck y'all niggas. <laughs> and that's that, man. So, all right. We'll get into some uh, white people shit. White people shit. Yeah. Peggy favorite subject. Oh, yeah. White people shit. My shit. Slacklining. What? What's that? Yeah. Hey, Danny. I was watching an episode of The Office where Andy has the employees try and slackline. I asked Daryl the slackline, and he says that's something white people with dreadlocks do. Slackline is definitely some white people shit. I'm curious if you agree. Shit, what is slacklining? Bro, this look like oh, like tightrope no, walking. Like tightrope walking. Yeah, that's white people shit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Anything that's dangerous and unnecessary is white people shit. Like parkour. Parkour. Like, what's the one bungee jumping? You you don't actually have to do that. That's why the whole narrative, <laughs> like 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 when motherfuckers be like, man, you know, they try to make white people feel soft and all that shit, and try to like talk shit about no, it. No, white they people. They way are so more curious. gangster than the nigga. The most curious race of all time. They discover everything. They you see the shit, shit they do, mm-hmm. bro? Niggas walk up mountains in in, in snowy degrees and just like, for the fuck of it. I mean, they, just because of what might happen, they don't even know what's. Go- they don't know what if they're in danger or not. Like niggas don't put themselves through um through any type of turmoil for fun because we go through that shit in normal day to day lives. That is not you know what I'm saying. So much stress and anxiety, PTSD from just growing up in the hood. Mm-hmm. Imagine you trying to go camping. <laughs> it's like you don't need that shit exactly. No, what he's saying is exactly right. When you got that shit in your day-to-day life, you don't seek it out. No, it's like, and I think that's what happened. If you was living a fucking, think about it, if you was living in fucking a nice-ass, bored-ass, great life, went to great schools and all that shit, yeah, you might jump out of plane. You're like, fuck, fuck it. I need some adrenaline-type scary shit. Niggas had adrenaline rushes just walking home from school. Yeah. You ain't know what the fuck was going to happen, my nigga. So that's a good thing, man. But yeah, um... Uh, this is a good one. We don't get too many good white people shits. Slacklining. I didn't even know what that shit was called. They get look at them. Barefoot. I am gonna get some of those bare, those barefoot shoes though. The toe shoes. Yeah, I'm I'm about to rock those. <laughs> I'm at that age now. Remember, I was talking shit about them, but I'm at that age now, man. And I did a lot of research on them. They say they're good for your feet, man. And my feet, man, it's getting to the point. Man, I'm getting that age, man. I used to because I wrote too many. Look, wimp, phone posits. The worst sneaker ever, far as comfort and uh, bro playing basketball and shit. Only reason why this sneaker is such a staple is because this is the first $180 sneaker to drop. Can you imagine in 1996? Listen, I'll, I know it. I'll, this, this is what I do. The, the highest shoe started out, it started out with the Air Max 95. So we go into 95. That was 134. Boom. Next thing you know, 96 is dropped. They dropped the 96. That was 150. That was 160 with tax. Boom. Next year, they go up again. 20 more dollars. The motherfucking phone posit, $180. Mm-hmm. Mike Bibby first warm in the Arizona championship game. 
Then before you know it, it was like a penny. I think I, I don't even think it was supposed to be penny shoe. To be honest, I think Penny just saw it and was like, "We're run that shit." Like BB Sacramento. Kings. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. No, I'm talking when he was in Arizona. He he was uh, the first person I remember seeing that. I watched that game. I remember seeing that shoe on his foot. Like, what the fuck is that? And then it came. The way they premiered it was the back of a Source magazine, and then we saw that price, and niggas was like, "Oh, I'm gonna rob a nigga." And what it was was that. <laughs> It was only like top-notch drug dealers that had this shoe. Like if a nigga was on the corner wearing this blue phone positive in 97, nigga, you was like. It's really crazy. Like I, that nigga was king. Like he was like, he had the grills on. Like that nigga, bro. I wonder how we would have interacted in the high school because I used to sell fake clothes in high school. I'd have hated you. I used to order them off the Chinese websites. I'd have hated you. And this is in 2006 because nobody, everybody around me was scared to do that kind of shit. But I would have ordered, I ordered all that fake shit and sold it out the trunk of my car. I was balling. Bro, I mean, back in Detroit, we used to have a store called Hudson's, mm. which is pretty much Macy's. It was just called Hudson's at the time. And they would always have these. Um, I used to rock shacks and shit. Like, nigga. Yeah. Shack, Reeboks? The Reebok shacks was fire. Shack Gnosis and all I used to have Starberries. Like, I had oh, all no, that see, shit. Oh, no. You, you just was going through some things in life. That's all that was. <laughs> That's Poverty, why, nigga. That's why you at where you at right now. That's all it is. You just was going through some things, man. This is, you know, that wasn't your choice. No, that wasn't right. your choice. No, you're right. No, no he's right. I, I wanted some. I wanted some cocaine white Air Forces, but they were ninety dollars. I couldn't afford them, That's so crazy. I got some shacks. I had to, I had to step down and get some Shaq because I had to save up two weeks of check. They had That's Shaq on that bitch. Clothes. Shaq was doing a crossover on that on, bitch. On that bitch. He don't even do that. Yeah, I ain't never seen Shaq do a dribble. <laughs> he don't even do that. Why Shaq crossing a nigga over? <laughs> Ooh, shit. But Hell. yeah, uh, yeah, they used to have Hudson. They used to have 24-hour sales and shit like that. Niggas would literally skip school. We were literally happy. Like, we was like a crew. That was what we was. Like back in the day, like in my high school, it wasn't like game banging. It was like... Clothes crews, yeah. So it was like be a group of niggas. We all dressed a certain type of way. And my crew, we used to wear like I can't believe this style existed. Now that I think about it, it was like wearing like button down Tommy Hill figure shirts, like button down matching pride polo khakis, but like rock ports. Yeah, yeah. No, that that was that that kind of circled its way back around when I was. And niggas used to yeah. It was like a it was like a prep preppy dressing boat, type boat of way yeah, yeah yeah it was like a preppy type of dressing way yeah. but it was wallabies it was, yeah clock, clean as fuck yeah. but it was clean as fuck when i think about it though but so yeah, yeah we dressed like when that. i was in high school i was into fashion like i was into fashion then so i think that's where it originated i was kind of i kind of got into it then but like i wasn't like too deep into it but like i didn't take it like super seriously like my homies wanted to like make clothes and shit like that once i got out of high school i would just wear whatever i saw i liked i, I stopped like chasing brands and stuff i think i was on some white people's shit with my fashion because I only wore a fashion that was dangerous for me because that's mean? what appealed to me. Like when my cousin first got robbed for a starter jacket and Jordans, I was like, I want a starter jacket and some Jordans now. Oh, like anytime yeah. I hear about an item like motherfuckers is robbing niggas for this shit, I want that shit. <laughs> like if niggas getting killed for this coat, let me get that coat. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like when I first heard about the Marmot, like niggas in New York killing niggas for Marmots, I need a Marmot. <laughs> like I don't know what it is about that shit. It's the appeal of it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like if motherfuckers is dying over this item of clothes, and I need that. I want to end on that. Yeah, definitely. And then nothing ever, I mean, whatever. All right. White people shit. Ghost hunting. Hey, Danny. <laughs> Ghost hunting has to be some white people shit. What do you think? Come on. I feel like last uh, night we was fucking ghost hunting, shooting that video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the video we shot last night was some definite Blair Witch shit. That um, was tight that y'all found that spot, man, because we yeah. was talk- I was I was telling them about that, man. It was um like that was some that was a it was I just one thing about Texas in general, I feel like it's just so big, it's a lot of desolated shit. You, you like like, crazy like if we was doing that shit in Detroit, the police would have pulled up. Eventually, been like, what's yeah, yeah. No one even yeah, noticed exactly, us exactly. even doing shit. We was over there for hours, screaming, <laughs> jumping around, running, playing the song at full speed. Yeah, um, we definitely were in a scary ass looking area last night for sure. But I don't think ghost ghost hunting is definitely a white people thing. But I think all races believe in ghosts. Do black people believe in ghosts? Yeah, hell yeah. You never heard like an auntie or something talk about like uh, some ghost shit? It'd be like, I had the witch ride my back before. Y'all know what that is? That's like some old school ghetto, I guess some slave shit. Where you wake up, I guess it's called like sleep paralysis. Oh. And you're like stuck and you can't talk. There's so many different words for this They shit. call it like the witch riding, like your soul got possessed and it's like a witch took over you and she riding your back now. That so, happened to me twice. 
Yeah, it's, there's so many different words for it. I think it, I think it yeah, it's sleep around. It happened for me as a it's teenager. Like kind of like in between. And it happened for me as not too long ago. But the last time it happened to me, I thought I was dying. Like, I was like, oh, God. I, I said a whole... I made, actually made peace with myself. Like, nigga, fuck it. I'm going out like this. It is what it is. I made peace with myself the other day when I took way too much ketamine. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> ketamine is starting to get a positive look, though. Ketamine is definitely a popular one. Popular one right now for sure. I've I've done my share of ketamine, but I only did ketamine when wasn't no coke no more. It was like, oh, oh yeah. that's all you got, ketamine. You uh, see, all right. I, no, I did yeah. ketamine with a girl before. She was like a super ketamine kid, and then we did ketamine before, and then she was like, I need to go to the CVS, and we went to the CVS, and I was walking through the parking lot, and I guess that's when it really hit me. I'm like, oh shit, yeah. and it just I just was dizzy as fuck. I couldn't really walk, and yeah, I was your just head is like boom 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 boom, and yeah. then it just wore off out the blue, and I'm like. Oh, bitch, that's what this is? Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> like, that's like, I don't like the little quick hits of, blah, 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 like, whip it. And, you know, like that little, I want some shit that's going to have me high for a minute. <laughs> I need some shit that's going to, I need some self-time and release type shit. You, you get what I'm saying? Long-term shit. I need yeah. self-release type shit. You get what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. We getting deep in the game. Let's, let's watch some of these freestyles. Let me hear you bust a freestyle. <laughs> First up, we got Floyd Droog. Man, it's your boy Floyd Droog. Here to spit some YMH bars for Danny Brown and the Booth Boys. Let's fucking get it. Getting lit, it's the YMH click. Get you floating down the river on some white people shit. Spin the wheel, make a deal. I'm a fucking cool guy. You know my shit be uncensored like it's YMH live. I'm a goblin sent to rule. Make that words racist too. Racial slurs like I'm Bert and I'm chilling in a pool. Hot sauce is the best. Anyone would not contest. Keep my jeans high and tight with my mommy smoking cess. Trying to duck a smoking charge. Blazing till my lungs are charged. All the time they kick me out. Catch me chiefing in the car. Bitch, I'm coming everywhere. Try it out, I'm like a bear. Touch my camera through the fence. See what happens if you dead, bitch. Yeah. Brown, let's go. Shouts out, cuz. See, he knew the assignment. Hard, hard. My nigga knew the assignment. He had all the he bullet had, points. Yeah, he had all the bullet <laughs> points. Yeah. And it, is he from Texas? He had that Texas flow, man. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. He sounds good, too. He has a good voice. Yeah. He has a fire-ass flow. You can tell he can sound good on beat. My like, nigga knew the assignment. He yeah. knew how to make niggas like it. Yeah, he went in. And it was good. It was, uh, what's his name again? Floyd Droog. Ah, Floyd Droog. Thumbs up. Shouts out to Floyd Droog, man. I see, man. The whole point is to get trash, motherfuckers, man. Oh, you oh, you want the garbage one? Yeah, yeah. he wasn't garbage. He was good. He was really I know, good. I know. <laughs> Especially when we get a rapper on. It's supposed to be like, God damn it. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Next up, we got the artist Frank Irvin. Hey, Danny Brown. This is the artist Frank Irvin from PG County, Maryland. And I know oh, these niggas is coming to you with some like sad, weird bars. So let me give you some like shit that I think is funny. <laughs> 2003, I said it's 301. Guppy out the crib to Kauai. Gotta have some fun. Gotta hit the store for some milk. Just to leave my son, Frank, a role model. Kissing baby said that I'm the one. Like, holy moly, holy Kawasaki. They can't stop me. Came a long way from anime and scoffing out some pocky. Now they hand me dreams too big to fold them in my pocket. So I'm walking with a waddle. You can swallow if you copy. I'm a kamikaze nigga. I don't know. It's my day job. Go out to do harm. And I go home, pray to base God. Feather soul. Shout to daylight. My grind is Fay got a steak, so I'm talking three feet, so watch these cows fly. Hey, 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 Goober nigga, that's how shit go. Keith was hitting licks while a nigga playing Smash Bros. I'm a painter, fist, and hit you niggas like a struggle artist. Fucking with my money, see you dreams gonna last the farthest. Guess it sucks, uh, it's out of luck. Mr. Clover in the cut, lucky break, nip the butt. Hey, listen, face, there's these niggas out the buck, so I gotta get my lunch and I gotta eat my lunch, so so what? Hey, yeah. God damn it. We wanted some fucking low-cow cringe shit. Yeah. Everybody rap good. Sorry. It's not even. It's not content no more. When niggas can rap good, that was like God that was that it. was like straight to the point. Good, like yeah, it's just good. yeah. Everybody was good. Was it's just, not even fun. God yeah. damn it. It was like not funny. It was just straight good. All right. And it's funny because he prefaced it like, I got some funny shit. I got for some you, funny nigga. shit. So I thought he was about to say some wild shit, but it was I got some like, funny shit for rap. I want to say what's up with um New York drill music. What you mean? Why all these niggas sound like Batman? <laughs> I come in, give me the hip. <laughs> All these niggas rap like Batman Beyond now, man. What the fuck is wrong with y'all niggas, man? What? That shit ain't fire. Yo, this one caught me off. You know what I'm talking about, though? Y'all don't want to be like a demon. I hit him in the ass. Nigga, you 16. Your balls ain't even dropped yet. You ain't even got a deep voice yet. These niggas rapping like villains. Like, I'm here, I'm gonna kill him. Smoking on ops. <laughs> Smoking on ops. 
nigga. They angry, man. They shut angry. up. They angry, man. Man, shut <laughs> up. I just wanted to say that, man. Y'all New York drill niggas rapping like Batman Begins, man. That shit is over with, man. Pop Smoke, that was his natural voice, man. But all y'all other niggas, he was 16, talking about, hit on the Nigga, if you don't shut the fuck up, man. That's why New York, man, they always going to go through this. Shouts out to real New York rappers like Mike. You know what I'm saying? All right. I guess I was wrong for that one. But I, that was because the freestyles were so good, man. I had to fucking get something off, man. Um, I guess we can talk about some video games. Video game reviews. You seen because I've been showing Peggy my 2K mods. Yeah, it's good. He got the he got the sweat on there. <laughs> they, um, Le- LeBron threw a tantrum. They upped it. They got hit. They got that version of LeBron on there. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so it's great. It's great. So shouts out to the 2K mod community, man. I, like yeah. I told y'all, I would never play 2K on a console ever again. I, I wouldn't even play my career no more. So y'all niggas ain't getting my VC no more. It's all about mod and that shit and and being able to um, enjoy it. It's From the way great. I started out playing basketball games, it never was fucking about me fucking having to spend fucking um, $200 on an arm sleeve. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, fuck you, 2K. <laughs> Y'all niggas, 2K give me a blue check, though. I, I, I shout them out every episode. <laughs> but, uh. The fucking. <laughs> you know? But part two, man, I wouldn't want to run around the park. Democracy. <laughs> I wouldn't want to run around the park. That's That's my life. <laughs> It's fuck you unless you fuck with me. No, no, for real. <laughs> it's fuck you unless you fuck with me. If you fuck with me, we're friends because I'm a nice guy. <laughs> All right, we'll spin the wheel one more time. And then I got to surprise some of y'all niggas. Hey, if you've stuck around this long, that's a good thing because we're going to actually play a motherfucking song yeah. from Scaring the Hoes, Volume 1. Scaring the Hoes, Volume 1. Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia. What is the name of this song, actually? Uh, you wanted to name it Lean Beef Patty. Oh, yeah, Lean Beef Patty. I have no context to that. Yeah, we're going to show her while we playing it. Okay. Fat Model. <laughs> What's Fat Model? Why? Oh, you're talking about the, the bitch that was like trying to do like body positive shit, like I'm on the shit. Oh, I love fat bitches, so I was down with it. It wasn't nothing. We black. Yeah. Well, Peggy, I don't know if you fuck fat bitches before. I don't know, man. Come on, man. Sometimes a nigga need a warm place. <laughs> a warm place to uh, lay his head. There's nothing like a fat bitch, man. If you ever just want, you know, sometimes... Do I look like a nigga that don't fuck fat bitches? I don't know, Peggy. Damn, I think I stumped the room with that one. What the fuck? I don't know. You don't. <laughs> Peggy be making protein shakes and shit. <laughs> Any nigga that, that's consistently like a nigga, I make my protein shakes when I'm on it, but it's not a consistent thing. My nigga's consistent with his creatine. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm like, I know for a fact. But yeah, hold up, Peggy. How the fuck you got here? <laughs> I got happy enough and, uh, you know, it just grew back, you know, when you, you put positive energy out into the air. No, I'm just joking. I went to a doctor and uh, I paid a bunch of money and he uh, took the hair from the back of my head and put it on the front of that bitch. And now it's growing and blossoming. See, that's why we see my teeth was fucked up. This nigga hairline was fucked up. Mm-hmm. Now we back, bitch. You we better back. buy this motherfucking album, man. Because niggas have spent, I spent thirty on my team. This is something, a... something, <laughs> something got to shake, bitches. Some got to shake. Some got to shake on this one. And I know people always be like, man, you spent thirty on teeth for real. Yeah, but it wasn't necessarily my actual teeth. My teeth was. Y'all seen what my teeth look like? My shit was so fucked up. I had so many motherfucking. Man, I was probably about to die. You know what they say? Your, your, your teeth is like a sign of like what, what your heart is and type, that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like my shit was fucked up. So. The, the doctor I went to is actually the same doctor like uh, Tiger went to oh, and yeah. Tory Lanez went to. So. This nigga Tiger got motherfucking braids now. Yo, they got pictures of this nigga on the wall. The, oh. the, the lady at the front was like, if you mention Tiger, you get a discount. I was oh, like, tight. Rack City, bitch. And I got that fucking, <laughs> I was out of there. Man, you know how many broke niggas, man? Just... Matter of fact, man, can we show Tory Lane's dad here? <laughs> he don't got no hair. His head is just shaped like fucking like um Dad, not him. Yeah. Can we get some? This nigga's this nigga name is Sunstar and his Yeah, that will give me that. His name is Daystar. Another one to the right, to the right. Boom. One more, one more. Yeah. Just, just, I just want to be able to see this fade. This is this is interesting. You ain't never seen this nigga here? All right. There, he doesn't have any hair. 
Anybody <laughs> could Google this. But yeah, no, that's what I'm talking about. With niggas doing the um, Beijing's and all that shit. Yeah. I would have been mad if you, you did that, Peggy. Oh, no. Because you performed too hard. Yeah, that, that that's why I, like, I, I had to get the real shit because I'm like I wanna I wanna be able to like you know what I'm saying go out and somebody grab it and they don't because you know you know what's funny I bait niggas I on stage I wear I wear like my do rag like mm-hmm. I like I'm trying to cover something up so that when niggas grab it it's just like yeah boom full head so of that hair. shit can grow to like a fro mm-hmm. damn you gonna get braids what you about to do with it <laughs> I'm you about to keep it low. I'm just gonna nigga, let it grow. you better get some dreads, my nigga. I'm about to just let it grow. I'm about to just not see cut how it. far that shit go. Yeah, I'm about to like just see what happens. Like a chia pet. I might, I might, I might cut it once and you know, trim it a little bit. Fuck but that, Peggy. Fuck I'm just gonna let it go. I'm man, just gonna let, let it that go. shit go. Yeah, man. Because other sure. niggas, they just want to. How you niggas gonna spend just to get a taper? <laughs> shit don't make no sense to me. You was bald. That's all you want was that little hair. You might as well just rock the starty. Nigga, my shit was fuck. I, I'm, but I'm Peggy, happy to have anything. No, the thing is about you though. You didn't look bad with the starty though. I people people would tell me that if no, I if I cut my hair off completely off it would have been fine. But like, I don't feel like if it's that. But that's what I said. I didn't notice it. I literally didn't. The first day you pulled up on me, bro, I did not notice it, bro. Like you, my brother, nigga. I see you all the time. It wasn't even like I didn't look at you like damn this nigga got hair. It didn't even click to me like that. To be honest, it didn't even come. I got it not even from a sense of like insecurity, and it makes it that makes it sound like no, I'm you got it, nigga. I mean, if you can I know, do it, I, do I, it. I, that's literally why I did it. I, I was sitting around. And I was like, you know what? I can actually afford to do this, and I never thought I would be able to. So I was like, "Fuck it, why not?" So I went and just got it, like literally on, on some. Just I literally just called him up and was like, "Let me just do it." It wasn't no. I was sitting around like, "Fuck, what am I gonna do?" My hairline's so far back. I was literally like, "Good." I made a song about it and everything. No, yeah, like, you was running with the whole narrative. But like, but then like I was like, "I can do this." So like, shit, why not? So I just took advantage of like, uh, yeah, the fruits of my labor. Fuck Rogaine. All that, none of that shit work. I'm gonna tell you who the ill nigga is. The nigga that just grow it out, then just go back ball. Like you know, I wasn't fucking with it like that. (laughs) I wanted to be an option. Like let me see if it come back. You get what I'm saying? Like just cut it right back ball, just to let you niggas know. That would be a stunt. All right, um, we'll get up out of here in a minute. All right, so yeah, let's play the song. Um. Yep, this song "Lean Beef Patty." Yeah, this is at least for now. Is what it's called. Is this the first single? Yes. All right. Probably. The first single from Scaring the So Holes. much information. I, I never, ever give information. No, it's like great, this. man. I need my views. I need my views on my podcast. <laughs> you niggas I, need to come. <laughs> I know I'm going to get a lot of music niggas watching this shit just for this. So, you All know, right. pull up. Lean Beef Patty, man. You ready? Lean be- put let, Lean Beef Patty on. Let me know when you... Let me get her in the background. Let me know when you're ready. Who, who is Lean Beef Patty? Pull Show up Lean Beef Patty. Because niggas going to think I named this shit. And put her in the background. I, so, it, who is this? Right there. Boom. There she go. What? Yeah, huh? that's Lean Beef Patty. She buff. Buff is fuck. She's strong as shit. That's what this song is. Okay, okay. Yeah, all right. I get we it. We ain't scaring these hoes. Yeah. <laughs> these hoes ain't scared of this, this shit ready at all. for it. She about, to, <laughs> she about to do some motherfucking deadlifts to this shit. <laughs> this shit was made for. Shouts out to Ali Mikoski, too. She came to the crib yesterday and we played her the album and she was loving it. Yeah, yeah. We it played, really we gave me a lot of thing. confidence playing it for her and seeing her reaction to it. And I'm like, yes. oh, yeah, we good. Yes, if yes. Ali liked this shit, we good. All right, all right. Let so, love know. you niggas. Danny Brown Show, YMA Studios. Shouts out, Peggy. JPEG Moffat, this nigga got three albums coming out. I got three albums coming out this year as well. Motherfucking Booth Boys, YMA Studios, we love y'all niggas. All right, this is the first song from the motherfucking project. Uh, JPEG Moffat, Danny Brown, Peggy and Danny, Scaring the Hoes, Volume 1, Lean B. Fatty. Let's go. First off, fuck Elon Musk, eight dollars too much, this that's expensive. For the hoes in the back and the crack in the slack, my teeth are deleted, I meant it. I don't really need to check, cause I got no respect, and these niggas might know me like a dentist. City all about these things, so he has some shit, nigga, get a fit, this ain't what you want. No, this ain't what you want. Uh, fuck y'all niggas, I feel like Papa John.
Y'all motherfuckers. See y'all next week. <laughs>